when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 149 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's going on, guys? Uh, same old, same old, man. 149. Crazy, right? We're right at 150. How great was that timing with Halloween that we were going to do? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of upset, though. I just don't know if I'm going to be there, and that hurts my feelings a little bit. <laughs> Could we claim that we did this intentionally, or is it too late now? To, to, that would be <laughs> some pretty complex show. math, by the way. Yeah. It would, but we, but we could say we were on it like that. But of course, everyone's listening to this now, so they know that. Yeah, we, we weren't. <laughs> I'll just cut it all out. It's, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> no can just edit this, right, Tom? Yeah, no, just edit it all right out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start right into Disney stuff. So I booked Vero Beach. Yeah. For April. Spring break, uh, right? Yeah. So, man, I tell you, I waited a day, and I had a a two bedroom for the full four days, and then I was like, nah. I was like, I'm gonna wait a day, and the next day I went to book. I had to book a two bedroom and then a two bedroom lock off, so I have to move in the middle. Oh, that stinks. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, we can wait list though. It's far enough away that maybe you I can think wait. so. I think so. So I'll try to wait list that. But at the end of the day, it it almost doesn't. I mean, I don't really care that much because moving at Vero Beach is not taking away from like park time or anything, right? Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily matter all that much. Actually, it will probably help us consolidate and pack and then not be as messy on day two of day four, really, right? Than we would have been if we just went straight through. So yeah, because that'll and, be easy. You could just call Bell Services. They come take all your stuff and just move it right to the next room. You know, it's really yep, easy. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, my parents are going with us on their points the Riviera points and then I think my oldest is going to bring a friend so it will be kind of packed like it will be interesting um I don't know how I'm going to feel in comparison to Hilton Head that's the only thing I just am such a Hilton Head person Vero Beach is going to be different which is good and it's going to be different which is bad well it's because Hilton Head is not straight up beach it's like this is just going to be like straight up beach, you know, like, yeah, the nice part is you'd be able to just kind of walk out onto the beach rather than, you know, having to drive or take a shuttle or, yeah. you know, all that. But I just, I, I'm not going to be in my element in terms of food, right? The big thing is always food, especially when you're on a vacation like that is where you're getting food from. And I think that that will be a little bit different in terms of what we're used to in Hilton Head. I know where all the good places are. So I'm excited to go. And then I think we are going to do. A day at Universal before. I just, I, I can't, I've heard too many good things about Velocicoaster from like people that I see all the time. And it's just, it's like, oh, really? It's that good? Like, really? So I think the game plan is I want to stay at Universal, but here's the problem I'm having. Once my son was bringing a friend 
it totally like hoses the plans because I got to go two rooms or suite where before I would just do one room pack in who cares mm-hmm. one night. Right. Yeah. And that's where it becomes like ridiculously expensive. So what I would like to do would have been to get on one of those places where I can get those free fast pass things, whatever they call them there and stay in the room and, and that'd be good. But those places are like $1,300 a night. Because we have six where they would have been like 600 a night with five, which was, you know, again, expensive, but there's a lot included in there. So I wouldn't have cared. Now the problem is, is that I just can't do that. So I think what the plan is going to be is we're going to stay at one of the other universal hotels, the lower end ones that have the hour opening. And because we're not so interested in Harry Potter, you know, now he hasn't been on stuff, but again, you know, that's not my family, right? It's great. My son's bring a friend, but I don't care that much. Um <laughs> I need to go to Velocicoaster and Hagrid's. I think with an hour opening, I can go right on one of them at opening and then just ride that flip, go stand on the line for the other one next, and then be done at least from that standpoint and not have to worry about the universal passes, the fast pass thing. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to, we're going to Vera Beach that night anyway, so I'm not staying that long. I'm really just going because I need to go on those two coasters. I'm going to be honest. It's more of a selfish thing. And I yeah. just want to go on those two coasters because I don't necessarily know when I'll be back at Universal anytime soon. So gotcha. if I got to pay a lot of money for that, I will. But th- that's kind of my plan there. That sounds and like a good plan. Go you know, that, that that's not a bad thing because, you know, you're not like if, if you're just focused on those two things, it cuts out a lot of... Uh, uh, I guess, you know, normally like a trip to Universal, you would be trying to do this in between other stuff. But if that's just yeah. like you said, that's, you know, maybe, you know, a couple of hours that you're dedicating to it. That's absolutely. Uh, I think that's a good and, idea. I mean, there's rides that we would like to ride that day if possible. But the nice thing will be is it, if not, it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Like I don't need to do everything again. It's going to be his first amusement park, but. Again, not my kid. Right? Like, I hate to say it like that, but not my kid. Like I, you're coming along for free. You'd kind of do what we do and, and that's what you get out of the experience. So, you know, would I like to go on mummy? Absolutely. If there's a wait, do I need to go on mummy? Absolutely not. So we'll see how it goes, but it's still expensive. That one day at Universal is ridiculously expensive, but it's kind of offset by going to Vero. Like it's been nice in terms of. You know, DVC for everybody is great when you're going to the parks, but I'm going to tell you if you're in the process of doing something kind of larger in your life, like sending a kid to school or let's say, you know, purchasing a house or a car or something that, you know, is going to eat up some of your, you know, disposable income for a fair amount. It is kind of nice to be able to go to a Vero or to a Hilton Head and go, Hey, this is kind of like a free vacation. I mean, we'll spend money on food, of course, but really outside of that, you could do it the same way. You could go to those places and get your food delivered, especially in a two bedroom. The kitchen's nice, right? And you could live just like you were living at home in terms of pricing. And really the only thing that you're putting out at that point is your gas to get there or your flight to get there. It's not a bad cheap vacation, especially when you have things like that happening. Yeah, that yeah. that totally makes sense. And again, you know, we're not quite there yet in our life, but I, I get where you're coming from. Cause well, you would have that trip too, right? That the problem yeah. is for you is that airplane is still going to cost you a chunk of change. So it's not really like a free vacation. I mean, but honestly, going to Hilton Head, if I wanted to cook every day, which pff, there's no way I would, but if I wanted to cook every day, 
I might be able to do a week for like 500 bucks, 600 bucks. You don't want to bake cookies in your, uh, in your, in your villa? I, I could. <laughs> I mean, I could, but, but you know, you could do it for pretty cheap. Yeah, you absolutely could. Yeah, no, I, I totally know what you mean. I, I think I said this before. That was kind of how my guides sold me on DVC. They, they called it vacation insurance and it kind of like is like no matter what's going on in your life, you have this thing that you've already paid for. And but it's tough when you're going to the parks, right? It does. Versus it's, going there's all the yeah. added expense. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but yeah, so that's, that's a, that's a good thing. But I, I'll be interested. I, you, you know, first of all, Universal is probably going to be really busy too, though, because it's spring break. So it's going to be you tough. Know, but everyone's spring yeah. break is different. It's not college spring that's break, true. right? And, and it's, yeah. and everyone's spring break is different. Like I know for us, and it's also going to be a Sunday. And I'm going to go right when the park opens on a Sunday. Like, yeah. I might stand yeah. a fair chance for, you know, the sleep-in people. And and the nice part about it is because we're going to Vero Beach where all we're going to do is sleep in. And, right? Like, nice. it doesn't matter what that yeah. day looks like. If yeah, I got to get up at push 6. It. Yeah, and I can then, get up at 5 yeah. o'clock. What do I care? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should. We'll we'll definitely solicit some restaurant uh, ideas from the audience because I know a lot of listeners have gone to Vero. Actually, Derek, Derek from DVC Resale Market's a huge Vero guy, so I'm sure okay. he can probably help there too. Well, because for him, it's probably again like kind of a free vacation, right? Yeah, it's like it's almost like a not necessarily a staycation for him, but it's I don't know how far it is from. It's Orlando, like me going but, to Bath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's kind of yeah, it's like a a small staycation kind of thing. But yeah, he, I know he's a big Vero guy. Yeah. So we'll have to get some restaurant restaurant recommendations from the listeners and from Derek. So, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And then what next? We have the Halloween show, episode one fifty, the yeah. spooky Halloween show that I probably. Well, I'll be, I think I'm going to be late to it. I don't necessarily think I'm not going to make it. I hope that I make it. What time does it start? Seven thirty on Friday, uh, the twenty ninth. So, oh, that's actually not going to be so bad because I think my my daughter has a tennis match. That was moved from this Saturday to next Friday for some unknown reason. But it starts at five, six, seven. So yeah, I mean, I should be there late. I have no costume though. Tom ordered us no costumes. Bad on him. I'm just going to put it out there. It's not my responsibility to get you a Halloween costume. (laughs) I kind of think it is. Like, I don't know what, I mean, I kind of think for the show, I mean, it's a live show. I kind of think it is, man. You can use the costume you used last year if you want. (laughs) If I could find that, that would be a different story. I'm going to go to straight. How's that? <laughs> that would actually be hilarious if yeah. you got a. I mean, that would be really funny. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Yep. But anyway, so the Halloween episode, I saw um, a little bit of what we're giving away. Uh, oh, unfortunately, did. yeah, unfortunately, the person that's working on these for us is uh, has had some uh, downtime. We'll just leave it at that. So they they will be done uh, relatively soon, I would think, after the show. But we have – let's see. We have a few things. We have – let's see. Who won the first one that was – we're giving that one to Rick, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and now we have to talk about the heist. I guess we're just going to do it right now. Yeah, you want to do it right now? That's fine. Right, right into the heist. All right. We got a lot of responses after getting, like, no responses. Then Jeremy posted one, and then we got, like, 30 of them. Like, you know? Oh, I don't know Not about 30, 30 of them. A bunch of them. A bunch of them. Yeah. So, so let's see. I'm going to Enough post- that every time I happen to look at Facebook this week, that's what I saw. That's what you saw. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like right. the shirt posts. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through the ones that I see, and then let everyone know what my thoughts are, and then... Trevor and Tom may have something to say as well. So, all right. So, let's see. So, Christy Lynn Miller. So, the heist was about stealing Scrooge's number one dime. There's a money bin. There's all that sort of stuff. So, what she says is 
Mary, is that Perla and Susie from Cinderella? I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. that mouse's name. Okay. Are great at getting around without being seen and getting things done. They sneak into Scrooge's money bin and place balloons for Carl Fredrickson. When they're done, they make a ton of racket, knowing ducks will hunt mice and get Scrooge to chase them out. Meanwhile, Carl sneaks in and unleashes the balloons and goes up, up, away with the number one time. I feel like this has been tried in DuckTales already. I feel like they tried to float it away. <laughs> Something in the, like that. Yeah, in the, in the 87 DuckTales. So, um, that was uh, the, uh, that one's okay. I'm going to give that an okay. Like, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me. I already have a favorite, by the way. So, w- w- when, oh, okay. Yeah, once you we just want to go through a few and then say what your favorite is. Yeah. I don't think there's actually as many as you think. Um, I'm just kind of going through the list now. I should have had I, everyone tag them as heist. I just All searched right, so- heist, actually, and it's bringing them up. In okay. Oh. I can't search in the group, though, remember, which is really annoying. Don't even get me started. All right. So, <laughs> Jeremy's daughter. Um, again, while I appreciate Jafar and Dash, they, um, are against the rules. Sorry. Wait, uh, why are they against the rules? Magic. Oh, th- I didn't realize magic. Superhero was- powers are against yeah. the rules. So Dash is against the rule. Cause then again, they, it just doesn't work that way. So let's see. Heist post. This is Lee. She's got Timon and Pumbaa as the distraction team. And then Jasmine and her disguise to hide. She's a princess. She steals the dime, runs out and cruise Ramirez. Not bad. I don't necessarily see Jasmine stealing the dime personally. I'm going to be honest with you. So let's see. So Dan is next. Now, this one, this one could be my favorite. Uh, Dan there's K. definitely two that Dan. Yeah. So Dan K. So he has Nick Wilde as see, and this is where it works for me. Yeah. He produces a money making opportunity for Scrooge that he cannot refuse. That is something Scrooge would fall for. And perfect for the character of Nick Wilde, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then he's got Flynn Rider to steal the dime. I'm good with that. And then Ham to keep the dime safe. Totally awesome. I I (laughs) love that. Like, that works. And then Bo Peep with the skunk car. No one's going to chase a skunk. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I like that one a lot. I I think Scrooge would chase a skunk for a number one dime, but I'm, I'm totally, totally about that. Uh, Vicky's is okay, but I'm just, I'm sorry to say, I just don't necessarily see that one working. Um, and then the other one, well, Jim, go ahead. I was going to say, doesn't Mary Poppins kind of break the magic rule? Well, I, here's the other thing too. Is, is Scrooge <laughs> going to really just be like, oh, this lady I don't know gives him antibiotics? No, that's not Scrooge. Yeah. He's a little too, a little more finicky than that. He's skeptical. He's yeah, yep. he, yeah. He he doesn't trust the, the um uh Mrs. or what's her name, Mrs. Beakley. Is that it? Well, in the new one, he doesn't as much as he did in the old one. But yeah, right. Now, now Jill's is interesting. I, I like it all except the Sultan. So the Sultan would try to tell Scrooge that he wants to look at his his security. Mm, I don't know if Scrooge necessarily buys that, but I love the rest of it. You got flowers, the natural predator, right? Duck, natural predator, the skunk. I like that. Baymax, totally good. And Fox Robin Hood, absolutely. The Sultan is where that one fails a little bit for me. Like I just, Scrooge is smarter than that. Now here's my second one. And, and this one, I, it, it's so close, except it's just, there's one piece of it. So gadget, absolutely oh, yeah. perfect, right? Dodger, that's where it fails. Cause I love Perry as a secret agent and I, Abu definitely stealing the number one dime. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Dodger, like master of distraction. Uh, he's not even, 
really like he's just a dog like he's not even like you know that human you know what i always i always switch those words up um it's not anamorphic it's um yeah whatever that word is right but i just he doesn't do it for me so those are the two I'm, i'm kind of struggling with i i it's dan I like his a lot, and then I really like I like Rick's three better than Dan's, but that fourth one, Dodger, just man, if it was somebody other than Dodger, I think I could have given it to him because Perry's great, Abu is great, and Gadget absolutely perfect, but it just doesn't beat out. What What about Jeremy's first one? I like Jeremy's first one. Jeremy's first one, um, no, Hannah Montana, stop. No, 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 not, not that one, not that one. The one with Aladdin and Lightning Queen, Jessica Rabbit, and Luis from Ant Man. <laughs> uh, but wait, is, I've never seen Ant Man. Who Luis is just a regular player, no, no special powers. Yeah, he. No, he's, he's just a guy. Yeah, uh, just yeah, a he, guy. He's helping out Ant Man at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, is here's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. is is. Is Scrooge really distracted by Jessica Rabbit? I mean, <laughs> I get so I, I guess you know if we were if we were gonna reason this out is you know it's kind of the same argument as like you said with some of the other ones is you know Scrooge is not going to instinctively trust someone who is a con man or a thief, right? Yeah, you, I you, I think the key to the other one is is that. A money making opportunity for Scrooge, I just don't yeah, think he passes that up. Yeah, it's a different, and the thing is, is Scrooge has fallen for that before. Whereas, absolutely, I, I don't get that from from Lewis. Yeah. And, and again, I, I like them all. I appreciate everyone for playing. I'm very disappointed that Rick couldn't pull it through. I, Dodger, really? Like, oh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would have almost accepted anyone else there because the team is strong. Otherwise, like Perry, I mean, you, absolutely. You you don't see Dodger as because like it's that whole Oliver no. twist thing, and he's teaching Oliver to be like a thief and all that, right? So but is he distracting Scrooge? No, like mm. it, it's it's all about Scrooge here, and I think that when you look at it, also like you have, you know, what you have is you have so he kind of flip flop his a little bit, right? So Gadget is not the one that's really distracting. It's like who's getting, who's really distracting Scrooge? Not like. I just, if I look at it versus Nick Wilde versus Dodger, it's got to be Nick. Yeah. It's yeah, got to be Nick. You're right. <laughs> I'm surprised there weren't more uh, Abu uh, entries because I feel like he's like Abu such a perfect is the thief. winner. Absolutely. Yeah. If I, so yeah, so if I had to pick like out of like the perfect actual thief, Abu would definitely have been that person. Um, yeah, and I think, great. yeah. Yeah. I mean, a- Abu over Flynn Rider. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think so. Yeah, but I like he's much smaller and more nimble and can sneak yes. into places. Like Flynn's a whole human being. You know? like, <laughs> but but Ham is pretty good. I feel like as well. Like to keep the dime safe, it was like right there in front of us. But I think that works. Yeah. So we're we're gonna go with Dan. Dan, you're on the list. Send us your uh, your your mailing address, and once we get these, and I think that's what we did three. I want to say we did three, right? Mm-hmm. That we should be sending out before then. So that's it. So show up to the show and the other seven will will get handed we, out. Are we into questions now? Yeah, yeah, we're into questions yeah. now. All right. I swore to my wife this week we were going to have a shorter show because there's really not a lot of topics, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. All right, no. so let's see. So Kelly asks, when new rides like Tron open, do you think Disney will have three individual lightning, ride, lightning lane ride choices or knock one off, remove Space Mountain and replace with Tron? 
Ooh, this is really tough because my first mm-hmm. gut was that they're going to knock one off. Yeah. Uh, to be honest That's with right. you, but then I was like, are you going to knock off Space Mountain? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. I think Space Mountain's a placeholder for Tron, honestly, because I, if you like looked at it this week, Space Mountain wait times were like twenty minutes all week. Like, who's paying eight bucks when you could just wait twenty minutes? Like, you know what I mean? It just yeah. seemed kind of. I always thought that that choice was a little bit weird because you can get some short wait times it's, for it's Space Mountain. It's iconic, but it also can be hurtful. Like a lot of people, I think, as they right as as they get older, they kind of don't look at Space Mountain the same way. Yeah. Like, why? Because it's rougher? Or is that what yeah, you're because like, it's yeah. rougher, yeah. It's got the same problem as the Matterhorn, because it's the same type of roller coaster. Yeah, like you yeah, can get beat up a little bit on that it, thing. It's good if you don't, if you can't afford a chiropractor. It'll, you know, <laughs> crack your back for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I personally think they're going to... I think Space Mountain's completely a placeholder for Tron. I think once Tron opens, Space Mountain gets dropped out, and then Tron picks it up. So, here, here's an interesting thought exercise though is that what about uh like when the guardians coaster opens would there be three in epcot or would they knock one off i think they drop one yeah what do you what do you what's in epcot now so ratatouille Ratatouille. and frozen right i'm betting by that time ratatouille would maybe not be well it it could still be as popular but they could drop frozen i would think are you crazy are you crazy yeah did you just say drop frozen that's not happening you are out of your mind I but, just, I, okay, unless they change the thing where, cause right now it's, you can only buy an extra two per day, right? So if they were going to go to three, I think they would change that number to three because if why? they would say you can only buy two, then like people are going to be mad, right? But, no, I mean, I don't know, but that's just my guess. So you're, okay, so I get what you're kind of saying is that, but then, so here's the question. You're saying that one of those will just be regular genie plus then? Yeah, yeah, I think we, I, I think I don't no, know, well, man. No, it, Ratatouille. Even though it's it's just a remake of a ride that's been open for years in Paris. Yeah, you know, in in the next year, because you know, Guardians is going to open like soon here, sometime next year. Yeah, they're, they're filming. They're filming right now. Actually, finally, we talked about how yeah. one of the holdups was that they aren't filming. They're actually filming right now. So yeah, so so they're like they're not going to they're not going to pull that one off. But then Frozen has the same problem. That you're not going to, or I mean, it's just frozen. Sorry. You know, I, I can't explain it any other way than that. You know, the, the hype around that ride means that it kind of needs to have a lightning lane or the IP. Sorry, not just the ride, but the IP. Yeah. So what is the problem with three though? I, I, don't, I don't think, think there, there is, is a problem. A problem. That, yeah. That, that's I, my point. I do think there's a problem with three at Epcot though, because outside of those three rides, I mean, Epcot doesn't, I mean, but you Magic Kingdom, what good? Sorry. But you can still wait. It's not like it's stopping you yeah, from yeah. waiting. Yeah, yeah. Well, so mm-hmm. I was actually about thinking Soren? about this, and we'll talk about this more. Yeah, Soren's, uh, you know, off of that, and and you know, Spaceship Earth, and Test Track. I mean, if you think about it, there's three other rides outside of those other three rides, right? That so you what? really go on in Epcot, right? No, there, there's three other rides you would go on, but there's more than that. What are we talking about? What like just space. He's saying too. We're talking about Test, test Track, Soren, Spaceship Earth. Are like the main other rides. Mission Space. Space Earth is not on. Oh, I forgot Mission Space. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I know none of us care about it, but there's also that Finding Nemo ride. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but that never has a weight. It's an Omni mover. It just never has a weight. Um, it has. I mean, think about it. So is, so is Haunted Mansion. Does that ever have a weight? Yeah, but Haunted Mansion is more popular than that, I would say. And they also like space it out again with the rooms, you know? uh, But that's what I'm saying is that's what you perceive. But th- there's more rides at Epcot than you think. 
That's oh no, I, I I agree. I actually well we'll talk about this later when we talk about Genie Plus, but um yeah, I I don't know. I just tend to think that they're not going to do three. I just I don't know. It, it seems like they they want to stay at two, but I mean maybe they will. I don't know. I think what they're going to have to, and then does that change the the original question? Why even bother knocking off Space Mountain if you're going to have three at Epcot? Yeah, yeah. So and and I think the way maybe to more look at it is that. It's not specific to park. It's more specific to ride. Like yeah. you can have yeah. more at one park and less at another. There's no rule saying that, you know, oh, you know, we're only going to have two per park. No, I mean, that's, that's how it is set up right now, though. Like as yeah. of right now, they only have two per park, right? So, and, and I mean, they probably could have set up three at Magic Kingdom if they wanted to, right? I mean, they could have done it. For- for a pilot like this, I, I think that I think that's the big thing is that because this was yeah. kind of like the the pilot for it, they didn't want to go overboard on it. But I can totally see them changing it up as we go. Like you, oh, it I, won't I be consistent yeah. per park, right? Yeah. I just think I I look at it and I go, okay, Frozen, uh, low capacity ride breaks down all the time. Ratatouille, more of a high capacity ride, uh, it probably won't break down as much. Probably can move more people through it eventually the lines won't be as bad there. Right. So that, that's kind of what my thought process is there, but yeah, but not in the know. next year though. I mean, that, that yeah, you're probably right. Not in the next year. It's probably yeah. going to be crazy for at least a couple of years. Yeah. And maybe that's what happened. And maybe that's, like I said, that's more specific to per ride is that you may have three at one park for a while and then eventually Ratatouille falls off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so going back to, to, to Kaylee's question, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't see why they can't just have three. You know, they'll just add on Tron and leave the other ones the way they are. I don't know. I just, I, I just looked, you know, looking this week, it just seemed like it was pointless to have Space Mountain there because it just, the, the, the wait times were so short as it was. It was just like, who's going to pay the extra amount just to skip that small amount of time? You know, like I, let's, and, and, um, let's have this conversation plus- around Christmas. Yeah, well, that's true too. But yeah. I'm just looking at it too. There's like even the like the lightning lane times were like immediate, you know. So you know what I mean. Like so, some like if you look at Rise of the Resistance at like nine o'clock in the morning, you're talking like you're going on at five o'clock in the evening. Whereas Space Mountain at five o'clock in the afternoon, you could get there and get, go on on five o five. You know what I mean? Like there was immediate reservations available. So to me, that was saying that nobody was doing it. So I, I and I I don't think they're going to continue. Uh, having it be an individual one like that if nobody's going to use it but you're right it's going to get much worse around christmas mm-hmm. so we'll have to see then but i guess i look at them doing it more for the rides that are not seasonally busy the ones that are just always busy you know well, that's, and that's fair but i i i yeah i i still don't see them taking space mountain off anytime soon yeah well i yeah. i wouldn't see them doing it until tron came online anyway but Yes. Anyway. All right. So, Katie, uh, this question, I'm going to read it, but under protest. Uh, let's see. You don't have I to see- read it if you don't want to. I just thought it was a weird question. I thought it was funny. Well, yeah. I see that. I see that's what Walt would think if he was alive or what would Walt do. Well, I don't get it. Whatever. I would see me. She's meaning so that she sees that in groups posted. Okay. So, he'd yeah. be 119 years old if he was alive. Honestly, what do you think a 119 year old would do or say? Um, I, I, I don't even know how to answer this question. Are we saying like it's really Walt at 119, like with no cognitive functions, or like are we saying it's a uh, 60 year old Walt? I, I don't, I don't, I don't get the question. So, I think like, the, I think the answer is that he wouldn't be alive today. That's <laughs> it's 119 years old. He wouldn't be. Okay, alive. so so 
let's let's humor this and say let let's pretend that Walt you know instead of him passing away when he did he stayed alive through all of the current iterations of sure but it's got to be at what age was Walt at because look nobody in their life doesn't change a thought process as they get older on what they think and feel about things so give me an age of Walt and that that helps the conversation so so let's say he did make it into his 80s okay so legacy Walt not money making Walt yeah okay so legacy Walt um what would legacy Walt think I can't even really answer that question. Like, I, it just would be a disservice. I, I don't know what somebody else thinks. Yeah, it's can't a weird it, question. Man. I've never understood that question. I, I can't just, do it. Sorry. I guess the only thing I would say to that is, you know, the the interesting thing is, is that everyone goes, well, you know, Walt wouldn't approve of this or Walt wouldn't approve of that. I, I think at this point, Walt wouldn't be running the company. He would have retired a long time ago anyway. Oh, yeah. And he would have been, you know, sitting been in the, the back. George Lucas of Star Wars? Yeah, you know, you know, handed it over to other people that, you know, you know, maybe like, you know, sorry, George, the, the, the prequel movies were not very good. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, people would have taken it a different direction. I, I think, I, you know, I, I think the thing is, is that it's, yeah, you, you know, the, the, the company still would have continued to grow. It still would have continued to go the way that it's going and people still would have been unhappy with decisions it was making. And they would have tried to argue that, you know, honestly, I don't think the argument would have changed around, you know, what would Walt think or what would Walt do? You know, he, you know, there still would have hit a point where it would have been out of his hands and he would have, you know, kind of stepped back and said, you know, I trust the next generation to do this. And, you know, he probably would have disagreed with some things too, but that doesn't mean that they would have stopped happening. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's as far as we can go to answer that one. Yeah. All right. All right. Just such a uh, I, question. Yeah. <laughs> Good. You can read the Jeremy question. Yeah. So, so Jeremy says, basically, some pin trading locations have been re- reduced to an advent calendar thing. You pick a closed drawer, get the unseen pin from inside, leave your pin, walk away. It's all random, and you get and as to what you get, and you can leave whatever junk pin you want. Tell me what you think of this, but don't tell me it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah, I mean, how is that different than the mystery packs of pins that you buy? Right? Yeah. Like, well, I think had- it's it's different because you can't necessarily pick the one that you want off the board. No, but they have they. Have, but I'm saying like they have packs of but, but pins that you can buy that are literally this is, straight mystery. Mm-hmm. Sure, so, but this is replacing the thing yeah, that, where yeah. you could pick That's your fair. one. Yeah. So, but I think the problem with the picking one is like. How much nicer is this if you have kids and they're just one of those kids? It's like, oh, I don't know which one I want. Oh, maybe that one. Oh, maybe that. Mm-hmm. Hey, pick a number. <laughs> yeah. Way better, man. Way yeah. better. And, yeah. and so, okay, I know Jeremy said not to tell. Or okay, I don't think, or I think it's fine, but I think it's more fair as well. Because the other side of it is that some of the people that go to those boards, they're like, there's some crazy hardcore pin traders out there. And they're looking for super rare pins. And the thing is, is that, you know, they, they will go hunting around those boards looking for those pins and they'll snatch them up and leave behind junk pins as, as Jeremy puts it. And I think this is better because it levels the playing field for everyone that, you know, you, you, you get what you get. And I, I think and you don't actually, get upset. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, 
Yeah, but but I think it makes it a little more fair. And yeah, to your point, you know, if you're with kids, it has a bit of a surprise element to it. And and like you'll get something, you'll be like, and I think when it's a, a bit more of that surprise grab bag thing, you you don't get disappointed as easily, even if it's not the pin that you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. So next, Allison, what activities do you think should they should add to resorts? Seasonal murder, mysteries, cupcake, decorating parties. Look, those things both sound great, but you're just not pulling them off, mm-hmm. right? You're just not doing it. They, yeah. I think the whole point of the Star Wars resort was to add cool things like a seasonal murder mystery. I mean, that's what you got in Star Wars resort. You're just yeah. not going to get that. They, they just can't pull it off. It's just not doable. I mean – there's too many outside factors. There's too many chances for random people to yeah, I mess mean, it and, up. <laughs> I mean, and the cupcake decorating parties, I guess they could pull those off. I just don't see it, though. I mean, they, they have the cake decorating one already. Yeah. So I, I, I don't see them adding more, I guess. And outside of that, what could they add to resorts that I don't necessarily know? I think actually what they could add to resorts that would be kind of fun would be adding something like what is it DuckTales now the Kim Possible thing that's an Epcot like mm-hmm. the world it was showcase supposed to happen but I don't know if it ever did. Uh yeah, I don't know either. I would add something like that to every resort. That would be kind of cool. Oh. That's what I would do. Like a scavenger hunt kind of scavenger hunt, cool. yeah. Or, but I yeah, think or like the 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 pirate quest thing in Adventureland where like you can Actually, yeah, that that's a good idea. They they could add that kind of thing where you can use your magic band and go on, yeah, like a mini scavenger yeah, hunt you, or something. You'd have to make it, though, so it's limited to the people that are staying at the resort so that right. it didn't get crazy, right? So, yeah, it would have to be limited to those resort people. But that's what I would do. Well, and, and again, it would be the same thing as DuckTales or, or those other things or where you would have to go somewhere and sign up for it. You wouldn't just, like, yep. walk up to a place and have it happen. The, the other side of that, too, I, I was just thinking about this is, you know, if you had – something where you scanned a magic band and it, you know, there was like, you know, you know, audio and lights and stuff like that. If it was in the middle of a resort, it would, they would have to, I'm just thinking of like how, you know, some of the resorts are spread out. Um, You know, you wouldn't want it that somebody's doing it at like one o'clock in the morning and waking other people up. So yeah, yeah, you would have to be at a level where it's only in the bigger rooms and it's, you know, it's, you know, maybe in the lobby at animal kingdom and maybe outside a little bit, but yeah, something or Trevor, think about it. If, if you're doing it with magic bands, you just shut it down after a certain hour. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking is, you know, it it would have to be time limited so that, you know, people can't just go and, and (laughs) mess about with it in the middle of the night. Cause you know, somebody would do that. Right. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Tom, do you have anything, or are we we pushing through? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have anything additional to that, though. No. Okay. All right. I you do replace- think Allison comes up with some good ideas, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would agree. You replace the DVC president. What's the first thing you change? That's from Heather. Oh, I, okay. Sorry, I, I was thinking you replace them with what? But I guess yourself is the yourself. Assumption. So what do you do? I mean, we. I just don't think that I would know enough about the financials of DVC to make any sort of decision to do anything. I add yeah. DVC lounges to every park. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
number I mean, one I priority. Get on board with that. That's for sure. Number one priority. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Right, not knowing the financials, I think that's the biggest decision I could make that doesn't necessarily have a huge, huge impact in people's money. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I don't I really have anything else to change. I'm pretty happy. Sorry, go, Trevor. I, I would add a rule where the president gets like three thousand points when they quit, and then I would resign. There you Wait, go. That, that's like your your golden parachute is three thousand. You got to go higher than that. I I just picked a number. I mean, <laughs> I think three thousand is is pretty well respected number. I think he'd yeah. be good with that. Um, oh, this next one. Ooh. Uh, all right. So if Captain EO were to get a present day remake, who would you pick to replace Michael Jackson? All right. That's a tough question. Oh, it's it's really not. Um, this is Dan, by the way, that gave us this one. Yeah. So so Great here's Dan. the thing. There's really only one person. But I think the problem is, is that one person is not necessarily well loved by everybody. There is nobody else besides Chris Brown. I'm sorry to tell you, there is no better dancer than Chris Brown. And, and he's got the star power. He's, he's got the music. He has everything to Mm. be the new Captain EO. There is nobody better as a choice in terms of his music and skill set. In comparison to Michael Jackson, um, but I disagree. That, but okay, okay. Tell tell me who you would think. I mean, in, in terms of like performers and whatnot, I, I mean, for me, immediately the or in recent history, the weekend I think did oh, some interesting stuff with not uh, dancing though. Yeah, not even close to Chris Brown and dancing music. I'll give you, but. And Chris Brown has a long, long catalog. I, I mean, I, I'm going to respectfully disagree that dancing it's even close because it's it's not even close. What about like uh, Justin Timberlake? You're you're talking about dancing again, so I, I can, can dance. Give you, Justin Timberlake can dance. Not like Chris Brown. I'm just not even going to. I'm just not even going to continue I, I, on I don't, with that portion. I don't of even dancing. know what you're talking about with Chris Brown because I don't either. Actually, yeah. he, Chris Brown is probably the best dancer that there is right now. But absolutely, he, okay. but he doesn't have the same presence. Like, like, okay, so sorry, coming from you know, little old Canada. Yeah, we don't get Chris Brown. Watch up yourself here. here. We don't get Chris Brown up here the same way that we got Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson, was no one replaces Michael Jackson. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there's, it's there's so, so, but I, I don't think he's as big as you think he is. Like he may be in like in I your immediate area. You, I don't think he's that big. I, I think you are greatly mistaken. In that. <laughs> I mean, I live that culture and I can tell you that. Yeah, he is. I mean, he, there's no better dancer. I'd say the only other person that I'd even consider in terms of dancing. I mean, Omarion is, is. An incredible dancer as well. I mean, you're trying to package this dancer it, again. You know, Justin Timberlake music wise. Yeah, okay, I'll give you Justin yeah, Timberlake music wise, yeah, but the yeah. dancing, God, no, dude, not even close. I mean, no, he no can't way. dance though. He's not a terrible dancer, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, the only other thing that would be kind of neat to replace this with, which does have a little bit of international appeal, um, would be the Jabberwockies. Would be interesting. I think you can make for a really good show with them. Interesting. I mean, th- um, they would, you know, as, as supporting cast, yeah, agreed. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they have no music. That That's the thing. Yeah. Um, we didn't even consider, by the way, replacing him with, like, a female artist. I mean, you could absolutely... Beyonce? I yeah, mean, Beyonce could do it, right? Paula Abdul. Mm. Paula Abdul's a little... I don't want to say long in the tooth. That sounds like. <laughs> I mean, but you're talking about, right? Yeah. I think you have to keep that dancing aspect into the show. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's where kind well, of he saves the universe with his dancing, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. no one else is saving the universe with their dancing besides Chris Brown. There, <laughs> there's just nobody. The weekend is not saving it with dancing. Justin Timberlake is not saving it with dancing. There's no way. There's just no way. Beyonce might be able to. I mean, like the, the, Jennifer, the Lopez? Person, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. No. Oh, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, Shane Sparks is like a great dancer, super famous, like dancer, but this has no music. So that's why you can't really bring him to the table. It's got to be that combination. See, I've got, I've, I'm the person at this point that I watch like watching TV and I see the advertisement for the MTV Music Awards and I'm like, I have no idea who any of these people are. I've never heard of any of them except for like the occasional like Taylor Swift or like Drake or something, you know, like, oh, okay, I know who those people are, but the rest of them are like, no clue. None of them are, or well, yeah, you never hear about the dancing aspect of it. And I guess this is part of the problem is, you know, not, it's not like it was before where there was music videos and everything to showcase those kinds of things. It's more so you hear their music and nothing else. Okay, I, I have to stop this conversation because it's hurting me inside. Where where are you watching music videos? Because it's Vivo? not like like MTV's not a thing anymore. <laughs> you understand on Spotify, there's also video clips built right into the songs, right? Okay, most of those don't show anything though. Like it's oh, okay. usually I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> Check me out, everybody. Check me out. <laughs> All right, I, I think we I think we covered this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Julie on Discord asked, there are rides in need of reimagining, such as Buzz Lightyear, uh, and A Bug's Life. Ooh. With minimal changes to keep the cost down, what do you consider a good replacement or upgrade to these outdated attractions? I, so, I, I don't think you need to replace, but, I mean, I think you need to refurbish all the Buzz Lightyear and make it, make it better, and it's just but, a bad shape. how, but. though? Like, I mean, Put more accurate guns. guns. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd go with more accurate guns, but outside mm-hmm. of that, like... It's kind of cool, like. Oh no! I, listen, I'm just saying it's showing its age. I think I, you know you could like. I, there's there's a Buzz Lightyear at one of the other parks that's like way cooler. I, I forget. Yeah, di- well, at Disneyland, the guns actually like you can pick them up and use them. Yeah. They're not attached to the uh, to the car the way they are in uh, Disney World, which I think is better to be able to pick them up. You know, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I like a Bug's Life though. I mean, maybe just update some of the projections, like higher. Yeah, like, depth, I don't know I don't what know. you put in there. It's kind of perfect for that, that venue, right? I yeah, mean, I'd be, I, I'd be cooler with like some higher def though. I don't know even though, are they running like HD over there? 4K, 8K? I don't know what they're doing, but probably been a while since they've upgraded that, that yeah. video. Yeah. 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 The, the video could definitely do with the refresh, but beyond that, I don't think anything needs to change with Bugs Life. That's an excellent show, man. There's some really cool uh, animatronics in that, like the the one uh, the, the 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 villain guy whose name I can't think Hopper. of at the moment. Yeah, his animatronics amazing. Like where it just pops in and it's huge and like I, I mean that whole show is great in my mind. I know it's terrifying for a lot of people, but I think that's the only downside to that is yeah. that it is a little scary for people. I feel. Yeah, like. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I mean, I know in one of, I think it's one of the Asian parks, the uh, Buzz Lightyear, they replaced with um, an Ant-Man ride, right? So there's like an Ant-Man thing there instead now. But I mean, I don't, I think keep Buzz Lightyear there and, you know, just replace all the cars and make them so they're not, you know, all the paint's not coming off of them anymore and that the guns actually work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they just, that ride is in need of a major overhaul and has been for years. But I don't think you change the theme. I think you just make it better. 
That's all I think, and I think the big problem is, is because it's an omni mover, it's really hard yeah. to justify shutting it down because there is, even with broken guns, there's so many people going through on that ride yeah. every day. The people eater for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe once Tron opens, they can be like, okay, you guys all pay attention to Tron. We'll shut this down for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you put this next question in our listeners' questions, not even its own section. Well, that's why I put it last to kind of yeah. make it its own section. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but we should probably read our ad really quick and then we can talk about it. Really sure. Quick. All right. Uh, so, all right. Uh, we got DVC Resale Market. Uh, DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. When you speak to them, please be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. All right. Yay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Another. <laughs> so, so are we are we getting into the Genie Plus thing now? Yeah, or I, I, okay. I, yeah. I guess we are. All right. Why, why did you not want to? <laughs> no, I, I, I guess we are. Yeah. So Lee wants to know thoughts on Genie Plus release. Do you like it, hate it, feel indifferent? Um, I, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll start since I'm already talking. Uh, <laughs> I, so I popped into the app a bunch while I was, uh, doing it. First of all, I really like the design of Genie Plus and what they're doing. Like the whole tip board section they have is kind of great. Uh, now I did notice if you're not inside the parks, they don't give you the recommendations that they do inside the park, meaning like, from home, it doesn't say, Hey, you should go to Haunted Mansion at, you know, whatever time or, or, you know, the, t- the, the wait time is going to be lower. They don't give you those recommendations at home that they do in the park. Okay. So that's fine. But I like the tip board. I thought it was kind of cool how it, how it showed everything and, and the design. It looked really nice. I also noticed though, too, as I mentioned this, I, I was looking at the wait times a lot. <laughs> what is going on, David? <laughs> I don't know. What was that sound? <laughs> was that me? I yeah, thought that I was you, so. Tom. <laughs> that wasn't <Yeah>. me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, one of the things I noticed, though, was looking through all this, it seems like a lot of the wait times, you know, kind of what I anticipated were pretty fairly fairly short for a lot of these rides. And looking at Animal Kingdom and Epcot specifically, I kind of feel like I'm not going to buy Genie Plus when I go to those two parks. It just doesn't I, necessarily feel I worth mean, it. But you're, you're looking at a time. I just don't know. Look, this what is it's going to look like. Is, yeah, this is now, for yeah. the future, right? Yeah, I think that they released it now, but it's something for the future. And uh, you know, Trevor kind of alluded to before during times like Christmas and things like that. Different story. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I like it and don't like it all at the same time. I mean, I, I think that it definitely has some benefits for people that don't go often. And then it definitely has some disadvantages for people that probably go more often. I kind of feel like in my head, I mean, I don't know how that's going to all pan out, but I think the ability for people to do something and to get on a ride, if they're coming from far or they only come every once in a while is beneficial. That's always been kind of my knock on, you know, rise and, and even other newer rides is the ability for people that are traveling that don't go often to not experience what they want to, what they actually want to experience. And yes, money may be 
deciding factor for them. But regardless, it's an option, right? Especially for DVC people. I mean, there's yep. ways that you can save that money in other ways, you know, maybe. I, I don't necessarily know. I just, I think having that option is beneficial for people because somebody like me who travels twice a year and I say, you know, I was starting to get worried about, okay, well, we're going to go and not get on rise. And I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, it's going to cost me money. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, right, what do they always say? Like, you know, s- stress is annoying. Like, yeah. sometimes you just don't want the stress of it. And that will definitely take away the stress of it. I will say, too, though, like, I, I like the idea of the flexibility around I can buy it for this day or not buy it for this day if I don't want to, you know, and I can just kind of take it easy. I did see, like, uh, for example, like Dr. Disney, which I follow on Facebook, uh, he went the first day of Disney Plus, of uh, Disney Plus, of Genie Plus. And bought it and was at Magic Kingdom and did 12 rides on Disney, on Disney Plus. I keep saying it on Genie Plus. Uh, and I was like, that's pretty good. I mean, on the old FastPass system, I think the most I ever did was like eight, I want to say. Mm, so I'm like, yeah. 12 is pretty, pretty worth it for 15 bucks. Like that's a good amount of lines to skip in a day, I think. Yeah. And that was and, outside and of the. It depends on that day days. though. Yeah. It depends on the day too. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I think that's where the, the knock is going to be on it is that, you know, Paying your $15 does not give you the same experience every day, right? And I think that's where it's tough for people to understand that the fast past, excuse me, the fast past experience was pretty much the same, right? Like, you know, you, you got your rides and those were the ones that you got. And then if you could, you know, finagle the system or work on it so that you could get more in the day, okay, so be it. But everyone was kind of on the same level ground. And I think. Yeah. For mm. this, it, it might be a little different. Uh, I don't know. See, I actually think it went the other way because, yeah. like, so the problem that I had with the old FastPass system was that it, you know, to your point, if if you weren't on it, like the, you know, that whatever it was sixty or one hundred and eighty days out, mm-hmm. um, there, you know there was no discussion about, you know, Hey, you might be able to get on this ride. I I guess the thing is, is with the new system and from what I've been seeing, you know, even the most popular rides, yeah, that, you know, there is always the option to, uh, or, you know, they have the lightning link specifically for the really popular rides, which I'm glad that they separated those out because it between that and, and genie plus it, I feel that it, it, they kind of did a reset on the whole, fast pass expectations things and i think they brought it back down to a level where it's not it's not as stressful and and again even for someone like myself who you know was you know going quite regularly i i found you know i was i was more concerned about you know 180 days before my trip than the actual day of my trip because it that was the deciding point where you know it was either you know, I'm not getting on the rides that I want. And, and it wasn't even like limited to the, uh, um, to the really in demand rides. Like there, there were certain rides, you know, I talk with my family. It's like, Hey, what do you really want to ride? And it's like, well, I really want to ride Haunted Mansion. Oh, well, the day that we went, you know, it just so happened that, you know, all the fast passes are booked until like 6:30. So, you know, you, th- then you're in a position where you're like, well, do I, you know, do I book my fast pass for that day and give up the rest of the day? Uh, you know, waiting for that fast pass to come and, you know, you know, the rest of the day is, you know, you're just stuck doing standby. Whereas I feel this is more, you know, in the moment, in the day, you're given the, the ability to decide, like, like Tom was saying, you know, you can decide to pay for it or not pay for it. 
and it, it it's a it's a more level playing field for everybody versus but, you know the, just the hardcore getting what they really want. But you can see also though that people are saying that sometimes their you know their go backs are, are really late in the day. Yeah, for certain things. So I mean that doesn't necessarily change you know what you were saying about haunted mansion. Right, it's well, possible, it does, but it, it does it's, though, it's a difference between like yeah. like having that set like three months ahead just feels a lot worse. Like like you know, on any particular day, it's like I I think you're right. You know, there is accepting that some days are going to be busier than others, but it sucks when you know like three months out that it's like, well, I'm screwed. I'm not getting on this ride. <laughs> uh, I think that's just yeah. a difference. A, a difference. Like I'd rather like have that and be done with that thought way prior to going on vacation than being on vacation and being like, oh, the next Haunted Mansion's at 6.30. It's one o'clock. Like, I don't want to stay here till 6.30. I mean, I think there's good and bad about both of them. But, I mean, I could definitely see good in each one of them. I think the Lightning Lane, I I just like that from a stress standpoint. You know, at least you know you can kind of get back there. And the nice thing about Disney is, too, you can always leave and go back. That's what I kind of like, especially if you're staying on site, which most of us do. That's not necessarily a hard thing to accomplish. So I like it. I mean, I, I think that it's good. I mean, the money part of it stinks, but yeah, that's uh, it's, it's life. I do have to say I really like the – like I said, I like the new design of the app. I, I like the whole tip board idea. It looks – it's well designed. And, and truth be told, you know, I think a lot of people, I think, I think Chris posted this in the group. People were waiting to see how long it was going to be till it crashed and it, it didn't. It, it, it seemed like they yeah. actually did a good job of putting this together where nothing really, there were no problems with it, you know, but there were people Man, waiting. When they're, to, when, when they're taking your money, things usually work out all right. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they can pay people to do stress testing ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they, it seemed like they were ready for this launch, but, and they did a, you know, it went pretty smoothly. I, I, I've seen a lot of people say that it seems like it's really, uh, a strong benefit when you park hop too. That like it's, it, it really kind of shows a, a really good benefit when you, you're park hopping with Genie Plus. So, uh, the ability to, to book those fast passes, you know, in, at other parks and, and, and do it, uh, do it kind of on the fly. So I, I think it's, I think it's great. I can't wait to use it. I want to, I'm excited to use it. And I, I don't know if I, like I said, I'm not sure if I'm going to use it for, for, uh, for Epcot or not. I, I might. I, it really just kind of depends on how busy it's going to be, you know? But at the same time, if I'm looking at wait times that are like, you know, 20 minutes for something and I, I would be able to use Genie Plus to skip the line there, it's like, is it really worth it at that point? If, if all the lines are easily attainable, then do I want to pay the 15 bucks for that? I don't know. I'm gonna have to see. So, so sorry. I'm actually literally just looking at wait times in Epcot right now as you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you're just pulling up wait times in Epcot. I'm just, I just mean, curious. I mean, so, I mean, 75 minutes for Frozen. Mm, well, it is the weekend and though, and it's food and wine. So, it, Epcot's definitely busier on the weekends for sure. But, 30 minutes for Test Track. I mean, I, honestly, yeah, it's not. 30 minutes for test track is not bad, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, again, I think this is the thing is that it, you know, you know, back to what I was saying about the whole, um, you know, changes from the old system to the new system is that I feel that this has leveled things out a lot more so that the wait times, like it, it seemed like with the old system, the, it, like wait times are just getting higher and higher and higher. And a lot of that was because I think they kept adding more times for fast passes. So it, it was like, the standby times were basically screwed because 
yeah. you know, everyone was booking fast passes. Now it's more, you know, just wait or, you know, everyone's going standby, which actually means that you're not having two lines fighting for the same ride. Right. You're having a lot less people being able to cut line, cut the line. This is what I've been saying yeah. this whole time. Right. And like, and it's the thing that I, I feel like people don't understand about this, right? Is by making it cost money, you're taking a hundred percent of the guests that used to have access to fast pass and making it a way smaller number, right? A lot of people are going to do Genie Plus, but not everybody's going to do it. So even if you, even if you cut 20% out of that, that's 20% that's, less people that are cutting the line. And, and then, so, yeah. And then that's, you know, if you think about that from a stand or from like how the lines work is it's like, you know, the lines always intersect at a point and they had to get the standby line to stop while they let fast pass people in, but then they wouldn't immediately start the standby line again because they would be, you know, I don't know, wait. Like it was like they had windows where it was like they would leave it for for so long for fast pass people and then they would let the standby in. So it just Yeah, everything seems faster now, like just looking at wait times. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but yeah, to to your point, I'm just, you know, pulling up Epcot. Sure, Frozen Ever After is a long line, but you know, test tracks, 30 minutes living with the land is 10 minutes, 30 minutes for Soren. I mean, I don't know if I would pay for genie plus on this day because these are all fairly short lines, you know, like this is, I mean, test track at 30 minutes is like nothing. I mean, I could do that, mm-hmm. but the lightning lane, you know, the genie plus for it is all the way till 7:25, right? So if I were to book genie plus right now, it would be till 7:25, or I could just wait for 30 minutes, probably less than that. Um, because I've also heard people say too, and I, I unfortunately you can't see this from home, but where it'll say thirty minutes, but then it will tell you to go there, and then it ends up being less than that, like way less right. than that. You know what I mean? So like they're moving people around this way, but it, yeah, I I just I expected this to help standby lines, and I honestly think it has. But I also think people are comparing it to the wrong thing right now too, right? Because you can't compare it to how it just was, right? You need to compare the lines to how it was when the old fast pass system was in, right? Cause how it just was, was everybody standby. That's it. Right. So that's, that's, we can't compare these two things now. Cause we do have people cutting the line again. We, you need to compare it to back when we had the old fast pass system and what that looks like. Right. And do the standby lines look shorter? I don't know. It's been a week, right? We do, we don't know what it's going to look like. The parks are still. You know, not full capacity. I don't want to say not full capacity because I don't, they haven't said anything about capacity recently, but I don't think the park reservations are filling up like they used to. Uh, they, they are on some days, the super busy days, but for the most part, they're not. But it, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't think, I think it's going to affect standby lines in a positive way. And, uh, you know, for, like I said, for Epcot, why am I going to spend $15 when I can go on all the rides I want to go on? And I mean, even the virtual queue right now for a Sunday, where during food and wine, where you get locals coming in uh, uh, during the weekend, you know, you can even still get in the virtual queue for Ratatouille today, like right now, if you want mm-hmm. to, right? So, you know, there's, there's, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot to think about with this, but I, I like the flexibility and I do think, you know, the thing that people complained about with FastPass Plus for the longest time was flexibility, right? It's like, I don't want to schedule my vacation 180 days out, right? Now you don't have to yeah. do that. It's spontaneous now. You know, you do what you want when you want to do it. They give you a free tool that helps you, you know, skip lines if you want to skip lines. I mean, not skip lines, but uh, find the shortest possible lines. And then, you know, so you can use that tool if you want to. Or if you don't feel like doing that, you pay $15 and you can skip lines again. Like, you know, that's how I feel about it. I I, I have no problem not paying for it at certain points. I, I, I will... You know, I, I really think I'm not going to do it on Epcot. I'm just not going to do it. We'll say that. And yeah, so conversely, I'm also looking at uh, Magic Kingdom. So Busy. here, so here's one that I mean, it makes sense. But um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is 60 minutes. Peter Pan's flight is 115 minutes. 
But I mean, I, seven dwarves at sixty minutes isn't even that bad. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's my point. Is why why is Peter Pan like double? Because it always is. <laughs> with, you know, actually, maybe the maybe the thing is is that instead of Space Mountain, fine. If you want to take Space Mountain out, Peter Pan should actually be oh the lightning. I was thinking that. <laughs> no, dude, I was thinking that. I think that makes a lot of sense, actually. I mean, but like, look at Big Thunder today. Big Thunder's 25 minutes and you could get Genie Plus at two o'clock. I mean, Buzz Lightyear has a long line, but you could get Genie Plus right now. Like, I think it's totally worth it in Magic Kingdom just for the sheer amount of rides there are in Magic Kingdom, you know? Yeah. Cause you have a lot more opportunities to get those quick fast passes. I mean, not fast passes, but the, the quick lightning lane reservations, like right now, you know what I mean? Like 15 minutes from now. Yeah. Got there, it. There, there's definitely more bang for your buck there in, in exactly. terms of, yeah, the $15. Yeah, but like at a, at an Epcot where there's less rides and at, you know, at Animal Kingdom even where there's less rides. I mean, I saw Animal Kingdom the other day. If you think about it, Avatar and Everest, right? The two main things there, you're, those are individual ones. So what do you have outside that for Genie Plus, right? It's yeah. Dinosaur and a Kilimanjaro Safari and what mm. else? <laughs> yeah, n- neither of those are worth a Genie Plus yeah. in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I'd, I, w- I would definitely never buy it, I think, for... And here's the thing, though, right? You don't buy it for an Animal Kingdom day, and then you just pay individually to go on to go on a flight of passage, right? You just... There you go. Done. <laughs> you know? So, anyway. I think that's enough of the Genie Plus talk. But I, I, I'm encouraged. I think it's actually going to be great, and I'm, I'm excited to try it out. Uh, I, I just think this is what people have been asking for. They just don't realize it yet. <laughs> yeah, I... Th- I think the the real test will be when we get into the actual busy seasons because right now yeah. it's still like between now and I guess Thanksgiving getting like closer to Christmas that's when you're really going to see the test and then also um you know we we need to see what summer's going to look like too like sure. I I, yeah. I think that you know this is where they're they're getting they're getting their feel for how it's going to work for busier times and I wouldn't be surprised if you see some changes between now and next summer for them to kind of uh, adjust for for the really busy time with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they were you know they were changing the old system all the time, right? So, and I, 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 one of the benefits of this though too is you know they got rid of the tier system too. I mean the tiers, no more tiers. So remember before you used to have to make that choice of like, mm-hmm. do you want to go to Tower of Terror or do you want to go to Rock and Roller Coaster? I forget what was in the first tier for that. Yeah, I think w- it was they were both in the first tier, right? You don't have to make that choice anymore. Yeah, you just gotta pay an extra fifteen dollars. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Listen, I understand why people are upset about this, and I've said this before. Like nobody wants to pay more money on an already expensive vacation, and you know you read the headline of. Free thing now costs money, right? So it's just, it's a negative, mm-hmm. right? Which, <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah. I, I guess Go the ahead. other side of it too. And sorry, I, I haven't looked into this in detail, but my understanding is that if you were going to, if you weren't going to stay at a universal hotel and you were going to pay for their fast pass, it's way more expensive. It's like 70 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Again, you know, nobody wants to pay money and, and I'm not, I'm not justifying that, you know, just because it's more expensive somewhere else, that makes it okay. But, you know, Disney could have gone a lot worse on it, I guess. They were, they the were like the last theme park in the country, basically, that wasn't doing paid fast pass, right? Yeah. And then someone said to me, I, I, I said this, I think, in a group somewhere. And then the person was like, was like, well, that's why Disney was so magical because they, they were the only ones that didn't do it. I was like, well, to me, magic doesn't equal free stuff. You well, know, like, that's not the thing that makes it different. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the thing is, the is that they, 
they hiked up prices on everything else to account for it. So it's not, it's not that they were more magical because they weren't doing it. It was just, they, you know, they managed to hide it a lot better. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Exactly. So, but I don't know. It's just, it's just funny to me how, how much people freaked out about it. Cause it's just like everywhere else you have to pay for it everywhere else. Like any theme park you go to. And, and Disney, Disney World was literally the last place, right? Cause I mean, Disneyland's been charging for MaxPass for a while now, right? So. Yeah. That's, and that's, I mean, it's, it's any service, you know, it's, it's a service. So when do you get services for free? You don't. There's always a cost somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's just not included in the cost of your. Now, listen, I, what I love if Disney would include Dis- Genie Plus, uh, within like a, a deluxe resort reservation. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do that. And I, I'll tell you, I think Universal can do it because they have a, a couple deluxe resorts, right? Like they don't, Disney's got a ton. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, they're not spread over the entire property the same way that yeah. Disney is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, you know, I think there's just a, a hand, uh, just a couple of resorts where you get it for free at Universal. But, you know, you're talking, I don't know how many off the top of my head, how many deluxe resorts Disney has, but it's a lot more than Universal has. And, and it's a lot more people that would have it for free. So, and that's not what they're trying to do here. They're trying to financially disincentivize you to use FastPass. That's what the point is. So the, the point there too is that, you know, Universal has to do stuff like that to convince people to stay at their deluxe resorts. Well, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> they, Disney um, doesn't have to convince people to stay at their deluxe resorts. <laughs> that's true. They might at some point, but, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't think they're, they're going to have an issue with that, but that actually leads us into our next thing. So mm-hmm. some reckless speculation. So WDW permit indicates rerouting of Floridian way, possibly paving the way for a new magic kingdom resort. Yeah, so I actually drove on Flirty and went, I, I've driven on it a couple times, but the last time I drove, uh, to the, on our April trip that we did, we were staying at Grand Flirty in the first night and we went through all kinds of back roads because of where we were coming from. And so we ended up on Flirty and Way. It's not necessarily, uh, a, a way that guests would take most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause you know, you're that, usually coming from a different way. Go ahead. Sorry. That, so that's going north past the Grand Flirty. So, yep, past so it's running, flirting, yep. it's running parallel to Magic Kingdom, kind of behind where Splash Mountain is. Yeah, exactly. Just to exactly. give everyone some, hopefully some point of reference for where we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And so what this does though, by them rerouting this road, it frees up a pretty large piece of land that is very close to Magic Kingdom. If you, if you want to know what we're talking about, it's where the canal is, where that they put that new bridge for the walking path. There's a piece of land that's right there that is just open. And it's, it's probably, it's, I saw one place refer to it as the most valuable piece of property on, uh, on Disney property because it's literally as close as you can possibly get to Magic Kingdom and it's wide open. It's just sitting there on, on, you know, with nothing there. And it just seems a little interesting that they're going to reroute this road and free up a whole bunch more land there. Yeah. And because that's, that's like the mirror of, uh, the contemporary, if you think about yeah, it, or Bay much, Lake yeah. Tower specifically, is it's it's like the same distance as Bay Lake Tower is from Magic Kingdom. Oh yeah, like if you if they built a resort there, your walk would be you know less than ten minutes easily. Yeah, totally. So hmm. I, so the speculation here is they're rerouting this to build a new resort. Uh, now I wouldn't be surprised by this. I, I think that would be really cool if they did it. 
what I would want them to do if they're going to do this is to do one of the original planned resorts for that area. Either the one, uh, what, although they don't have a lot of waterfront here, so they couldn't do the one that's like sitting in the water that they originally had planned. But, uh, even this article, and, and by the way, this is reporting from wdwmagic.com, so we'll give them credit for reporting on this. Uh, this is, uh, you know, some speculation that they have, but I mean, like, this is a permit that they filed, right? So we, we can, they could be rerouting the road for different reasons. Who knows, right? We really don't know why they're rerouting this road. Um, but, you know, it, it does seem a little interesting where the spot is because this does free up a lot of space, uh, a fair amount of space. So, so in a very prime area, let's say. So, so here's a fun idea about that. It, why does it need to be another resort? You mean like an expansion of Frontierland or, well, yeah. you could even probably make it an expansion of just like in the picture here. I mean, it, it could be an entirely new land. You could, could, you could be. Act, That's wow. That would be you, interesting. That's you could actually point, have something that extends like it would, it would go past the train tracks, you know, kind of like what, what Tron's doing right now, right? They're going outside of the, uh, the, the, uh, the train route. And you could have, uh, I mean, you could do anything over there. It doesn't even have to be Frontierland. It could be a whole new thing at that point. The, the only problem I see with that, though, is it's kind of far from the actual park itself. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of space in between, like, where Splash Mountain is, and the front of Splash, Splash Mountain, where this piece of land is. But I'm not, I'm not against the idea. In fact, I, I could almost see where they could build, uh, build, like, the... Uh, front end part of it, meaning like the, like the facade part in that little piece of land that's to the right of the canal and then mm-hmm. all the backstage stuff over the canal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that might be a thing. Cause you know, right now you're looking at all those buildings yeah, that yeah. are effectively backstage and maybe the intent is, um, again, they did something similar in, uh, in Disneyland when they, they did the Star Wars expansions. There was a whole bunch of backstage area that they actually moved it off site. They, yeah, they actually sure. took stuff and they just moved it somewhere else entirely. Um, you know, yeah, expanding the land doesn't necessarily mean that they're, they're keeping existing buildings and then, and then like going behind them or whatever. It could be that these buildings, you know, you know, except for the rides, obviously, you know, you know, Splash Mountain yeah, yeah, of course. stays where it is, but, um, you know, some of these buildings, they could actually, you know, push them back onto the other side of the canal utilize that space as you know a backstage area and then that just means magic kingdom gets bigger yeah be interesting i i I tend to think that it's a new resort if or i mean it could be something just stupid and boring i mean like right they could Mm -hmm. just be building more backstage area or something you know it could be really a boring reason why they're doing this uh but it just feels like that's such a prime piece of real estate. I, f- I can't imagine them wasting it on something like just backstage area, you know? Like, it just feels like they would have to go that route. I mean, and the other thing, too, they mentioned in this article is the Venetian Resort, the original one of the original resorts planned. Um, the Venetian Resort would be super cool there. I, you know, I mean, I, I love the original designs that they had for Magic Kingdom that, you know, there's two resorts, I think at least two resorts that they didn't build there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Venetian one, and then there was the there was like an Asian themed resort. Uh, Which I, too, that, like, I thought that the, the Polynesian kind of morphed into that. It it kind of did, yeah. But yeah. this one like sits this one like sits in the water, and like it's super cool. But I just don't. Well, and, and the funny thing is too, it actually kind of sits on that piece of land. 
Well, if you look and, at like yeah, the old the old preview uh, vacation guide for Walt Disney World, that Asian resort kind of sits on that piece of land that we're talking about, hmm. ish. And so the uh, sorry, I, I know you keep talking about well, you know that this isn't waterfront and all that. You do realize that the entire Seven Seas Lagoon is man-made, right? Oh, of course, no. So, of course, th- they do. So yeah. there's nothing saying that they can't. You know, if they could like like dig this out and just you know, expand the lagoon if they really wanted to. They That's true. They they absolutely could. They could just, they, this could become new lagoon space because Grand Floridian sits pretty far out into the, the, the lagoon. Wow, I can't speak. Uh, so, I mm-hmm. mean, it, it sits pretty far out there. Um, and, and it looks like actually, you know, it's it's kind of that same area. But yeah, you're right. I mean, they could pull the lagoon back if they want to. Yeah. yeah this is interesting. I like a good reckless speculation on something <laughs> like this. <laughs> We haven't had a fun rumor like this in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the last thing we were talking about was, uh, you know, Reflections and Haunted River Country by by proxy, which, yeah, I, I think the last, you know, two years really effectively, you know, that's been entirely off the table. But the fact that they're, that they're you know, you're seeing little projects like this kind of alludes to, Hey, maybe they're actually going to start looking at building something new here in the next little while, which would be nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do think they're focused on building new resort. I do think they still want to build new resorts, right? Like, and I don't oh, think totally, the, but, but yeah. I think it's, it's a, you know, the last two years that that's just hasn't been on the plan, but I think, you know, going into 2022, 2023, you'll start hearing about it again. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I would agree with that. So, and you know, you got to lay, lay the groundwork for that now, right? So like, this is a pretty large project and, and they actually mention in here too, that this is, oh gosh, where, where did it say? It's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of road that they're building. It's, it's like, um, uh, maybe it wasn't this article. I think I saw it in another article, but it's, it's a pretty long piece of roadway that they're going to build over there. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I, I think we're going to have to wait and see, obviously, but, it's uh it's interesting that's for sure mm-hmm. all, right. all right well um yeah why don't we why don't we keep moving here um i know yeah. i know damon's gone at this point so uh, he doesn't get to talk about the <laughs> decided to ghost us he yeah. just ghosted us this, this time, no. this time. <laughs> as expected and yeah, yeah. uh you should just expect that at this point. yeah but uh <laughs> yeah so festival of the arts um Starting January is 14th. Or is this like a really short festival? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say January 14th to February 21st. I'm actually going to be there for this. Or I oh, should be there nice. for this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Assuming yeah. everything goes to Yeah. Right? <laughs> there, there's still some caveats on my trip in February. So, it, you know, it. I'm still pretty confident it's going to happen. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm still in the back of my head going, hey, if things, you know, if they lock down borders again or whatever, then... Well, you're four months away. I think you're going to, I think you're going to be okay. I feel good. I feel good about your trip too. <laughs> yeah. It, it, everything's going in the right direction right now. So I'm, I'm hopeful as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I've never been to this festival. I don't think I've been to this one. No, I don't. Been, I have. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You, you probably I did flower and garden. Yeah. Cause you never really travel in like the beginning of the year. Do you? No, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. So this is, like you said, it's January 14th through February 21st, which, which mm-hmm. again, feels like really short. Uh, maybe maybe I'm just used to f- food and wine lasting forever, <laughs> seemingly right. for 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 half the year, which I guess it kind of is at this point. Uh, this is, you know, only five weeks, pretty much, right? I mean, about. 
little more than five weeks. So that's a very mm-hmm. quick festival. I mean, but I, it does look cool. And I, I would, I'll be excited for you to cut to, to hear about it. Cause you know, you, you still got the food, you know, to walk around and do that. And then you have some fun, uh, art kind of things. I, I like this, uh, this figment, the figment, uh, they're going to have a figment, ma- uh, scavenger hunt. And then there's a paint by number mural, which they've had in past years. I remember that. Um, mm-hmm. then performance and visual arts, lots of cool stuff going on here. Yeah. And it, like, I, I think for us, you know, the, the, the food booths are one thing, but, um, you know, we, we actually ended up buying some art or not, what was it in 2019? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we actually found, um, that, you know, the, the cool thing about it is that, um, you know, kind of like how you find, um, artists, uh, like if you're looking around on like Etsy and stuff, you'll find people that do some really cool, um, redesigns of certain characters and stuff like that oh yeah yeah that's you see a lot of this stuff at festival of the art so it'll be different artists doing their takes on on characters and whatnot and but of course it's all promoted by disney obviously yeah, yeah. and you know that's actually we we ended up buying um a piece of of stitch artwork for my son because we we walked by a booth and it was like hey that's really cool you know we need that. And so we, we ended up finding out the, the artist actually turned out to be from Canada. So it made more sense for us to, we ended up reaching out to them on their website and we got, and we, we ordered the art from them in Canada instead of paying shipping for it from, from the States, which was kind of nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That is nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's cool because like I said, it's, I, I think it's a really good place for if you are a fan of get, you know, finding, not just, you know, you know, here's 20 pictures of Mickey Mouse, but, you know, them doing some really different stuff with it. Um, like I said, it's, it's kind of in that same vein as like finding artists on Etsy and whatnot. It's, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's super fun. And, uh, and yeah, like I, I honestly, I, I think I, I like it a little more than food and wine because I've actually been there during both. And, um, you know, food and wine is just that, like there, there's no, or, you know, it's all about the, the food booths and all that kind of stuff. Whereas I found that I was spending a, more, a lot more time during Festival of the Arts just, you know, stopping at these areas, looking around, you know, just, and, you know, sometimes just, uh, you know, talking to the artists and whatnot. Like you're obviously not like just buying stuff in the moment because, you know, a lot of it is expensive, but, um, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's a lot of things that I don't think you would have seen otherwise if you if you weren't there at that time yeah i get that yeah makes sense well this is cool i'm glad you're going to be there for it it's it's going to be good i'm glad they're still doing it of course Mm -hmm. and i guess we should do our go ahead sorry yeah i was gonna say one one other thing that i noticed too is that they're doing these uh these fun photo ops where it's or i mean yeah they've always done them uh i know a couple of years ago they did it where it was like famous pieces of art and you were like like the they had like the foreground and the background in it oh yeah yeah i remember that yeah and yeah and the cool thing about those was um they actually they were animated photos so like when you got them on your photo pass they actually um they had some uh they had some animation thrown into the photos as well which is kind of cool oh that's cool yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're also going to be doing a Disney on Broadway concert series. So that's something they've done in the past too. So some of the, uh, Broadway performers are going to do, uh, songs in the American Gardens Theater. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's cool too. So yeah. Some of that. Looking forward to it. Anyway, I guess we need to do our other ad here, don't we? Yeah. 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 We're, we're getting towards the end here. I was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
Uh, so this is for Monero Financial. Uh, we mentioned before DVC resale market. If you're looking to finance your DVC resale per- purchase, uh, look no further than Monero Financial. Monero, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader in financing DVC resale contracts. Monero offers lending with no credit checks, often very low down payments, terms as long as 10 years, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract, go and check out their quick online quote first. You might be surprised at how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to MoneroFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800, and when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Got that done. Okay. Let's, uh, let's move on to other stuff. So we talked we'll, about this a little bit last week, but we got confirmation yeah. of stuff now. And there was, there were some things in here that we, we didn't know about, right? So, uh, the new PhotoPass service, uh, collaboration with the uh, snap, uh, has some new augmented reality lenses. Uh, and there's some cool stuff in here, actually. Not just the uh, Pepto-Bismol cake. Yeah. Uh, castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it was just the cake, I wouldn't be that interested. I think it looks cool though. I like it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> right. I want. I want to do it. So I, I think it looks cool. I I really like it. You can also do. Um, so I thought the one that was the coolest. I don't know. Did you watch the Ratatouille one? That where um where Remy's inside the the chef hat. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. also as you tilt your head, he like moves his hands to like pull yeah. your hair in different ways. Like that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's you know that that kind of stuff is neat, and um I guess. The or maybe, sorry, I, I don't necessarily get the whole like Snapchat filters things all the time. Um, well, I don't either. I, I mean, it's yeah. that's beyond me. Yeah, I, I guess my only question is, is you know why? Like, you know, th- that's cool and all, but is that what I'm doing when I'm on my vacation? Doing Snapchat? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, for some again, people, not, it not is. taking away. You know, anybody who you know. you do you that's fine it's just i i don't think you know it's neat and you know would probably entertain me for about two minutes but in the middle of you know they're offering this as part of the photo pass service um well what if it's something you do while you're waiting in line uh okay i mean it's something to pass the time you know yeah i guess i guess i was seeing as like you know i'm not gonna like stop in the middle of like main street or something and start playing with snapchat filters <laughs> no no i wouldn't either yeah. i i see i see this as like a thing like when you just have some downtime or something you just play around with it but i mean some people you know they like to do this stuff all the time but i, I mean i'm not really into it i it's not mm. something but i just i i like the idea i just think some of it's neat like the whole thing with remy on, on your head and like moving along with you and you know like pulling your hair different directions <laughs> as you move your head like that's pretty cool or how you can transform into like maleficent or ursula or whatever so that's pretty cool too. It's just it's just a neat addition, I think. And this is part of Genie Plus, by the way. You get this as part of this is a a thing that you get if you have Genie Plus. Yeah. So, and again, I you know I I know that that's part of they're trying to make Genie Plus more appealing. Yeah. Um. Again, th- to me that that's not a huge enough selling point for me. Like it. No. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's more. I don't think it's like going to be the thing that like pushes people over the edge. Like, oh, I'm going to do that, right? Oh wait, I didn't even realize too. Oh wait, some of these will be available complimentary through the Snapchat app too, apparently, which I did not. Oh, I wonder. So, so this may this is probably going to be a thing like um, that heads up game. They did something similar where there was certain 
game packs that you could only get if you were actually at Disney. Okay. So I wonder if they're going to do something similar to this, where if you're at, if you're in the park, then these become available, or the, then yeah. these filters yeah, show yeah. up in the app. So yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, that, that yeah. could be it. But like you said, I'm not really that interested in it, but I do want to take a picture with the Pepto-Bismol cake. I do. Cake <laughs> castle, you know? Like, I just want to. I also saw, too, that I think you can take a picture of it with it under construction, too. Like, a picture of it under construction. I'm not sure if it's set it in there. That's uh, weird. But yeah, I just think that's kind of interesting and weird. and Like you said, weird. But in a way that I like. <laughs> I, I think it's neat. So th- I'm sure there's a list of them somewhere. Yeah. So all yeah, all I'm seeing in this uh, in this blog post is they're just talking about the three, the the lady in the tramp, the Ursula, and the Remy one. But then there's going to be more added later. So yeah. Yeah, they could do it anytime, right? Yeah. Wow. I, I would I, I, I just, would assume I just, as we get into like Christmas and stuff, you'll see this stuff popping up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm trying to find a full list somewhere, but I don't I don't see anybody uh posting the 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 uh the full list. Interesting. Okay. Well. <laughs> Maybe it's on their website somewhere, but it's yeah. not in this blog post, so. I mean, so th- this came out on the 19th and we're re- we're recording five like days later, yeah. 5 days later. Yeah. And I haven't heard I mean, I guess, you know, not everything's going to be that hyped right away right but i guess i haven't heard much about it or like normally you see people like on facebook will post like you know hey check check this out with my filter or whatever and you haven't seen that yet so that's true that's true maybe people are posting it on like snapchat or something i don't know maybe yeah i I guess yeah maybe it'd have to be on snapchat but you're right though i haven't seen anybody posting it either i i would think i would have seen at least one of them pop up somewhere (laughs) yeah yeah you're right about that all right, so this this one I put on for you, uh, Trevor. Yeah. You know, a Disneyland one. So yeah, this one actually. So not even so much for me. My my wife will be ecstatic when I tell her about this, um, because nice. so so Plaza Point is a, an all new holiday store on Main Street USA in Disneyland Park, uh, which the name it, to me implies, or yeah, it's you know right kind of where the the Plaza Inn is or near there. And, um, it's, it's the equivalent of the Christmas store that's in Liberty Square in, in, uh, Disney World. Ye old Christmas shop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, which is, I mean, like, I love, I, I, we always go in there no matter what time of year it is. We go into oh, totally. the ye old Christmas shop because it's, it's always got cool stuff in there. So I think it's cool that they're doing that in Disneyland too. Yeah. I, and it's funny that, uh, <laughs> that it took this long for them to get like a permanent Christmas shop because it seems like they <laughs> that's been like in uh, in Disney Springs and in in Magic Kingdom those have been there for years for a long time yeah yeah and and they're just doing it in Disneyland now so so my my thing is is that it doesn't matter you know we we will go there in January like you know right after Christmas is is done and my wife will will go into the, the Christmas store. And, you know, she'll, she'll already be like, oh, we can get this, you know, you know, she'll be planning for next year's Christmas and it'll almost like, she, she'll stop short of asking me to put the Christmas tree back up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like it, it, I guess it, in her mind, it could be Christmas all year round. And for me, I'm, yeah. I'm a little more seasonal, I guess. <laughs> 
I, 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 that's pretty funny. I, I think that would actually be nice because I really hate setting up Christmas and putting it away again. Like, I just, I'm so bad about that stuff. I, we did just, funny enough, I, I, this is unrelated, I guess, but uh, my wife says to me yesterday, she goes, uh, she goes, can we stop by Lowe's today and see if we can get some like last minute Halloween stuff? And I was like, there's no, no there's no <laughs> Halloween stuff left. Christmas is up, I promise. Yeah. Uh, and so we went anyway. And sure enough, all Christmas was up, right? So, um, so like, all right, well, let's get some Christmas decorations then because we're here, right? So, um, so I got a blow up. We got one of those blow up Olaf, uh, things. So mm. we got a blow up Olaf for the, for the front lawn. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there's all the Christmas stuff is out and there's just like a ton of Disney Christmas stuff totally. uh, out there. But, um, but yeah, no, I, these are cool too. Cause like we would always, my mom loves Christmas too. And so we would always go into that store and get her like a customized, like one of the Mickey, um, you know, ear ornaments that you can customize. It looks like they, they have that there too at the, at Plaza Point. So that's, that's great that they have that. But, um, you know, I, I think this is a good addition to Disneyland. I, 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 like I said, I'm surprised they didn't have it before. Yeah. It's, it, it's such a staple at Magic Kingdom, you know? Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's funny, you know, going to Disneyland for years, we, we would always go, um, you know, either March or September. And the thing is, is in September, there would be the Christmas stuff would be out, obviously, because they, they can, yeah. they overlap Halloween and Christmas. But in March, there was never anything. And, and for us, it was always, um, or, you know, yeah, our, our thing is, is we always, uh, every year we always find a new ornament for the tree yeah. and, uh, it was all, you know, going to Disney world, it's always a lot easier because we can always stop in the actual Christmas store. Whereas when we, when we were going to Disneyland previously, we, it would be like, we would go and then, um, and then we'd have to, or we go to the Disney store later in the year to find an ornament, but the selection was never as good as what's in the parks. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's great that they have that there. Cause uh, you know, at least, you know, for anybody going to Disney, I think, I think Disney's realized that, that, you know, Christmas, you know, is kind of a, it's a big thing or there, there's definitely overlap between Christmas and Disney. And, you know, there's no harm in selling Christmas ornaments year round and Christmas, stuff in general because you know people aren't always at the uh at the resorts the right time of year for this stuff yeah all right yeah all right i, I think, think that's all we got this week yeah that that is it so yeah a little bit short but still still reasonably long <laughs> well somebody i think it was becky mentioned on the discord i said something about uh, maybe we were gonna do a short show today which of course we never we never do a short show but she's like that's okay you get two shows this week i'm like what are you talking about I was like, oh, wait, we're doing the live show on Friday. So Which you get a show Monday, you get one Friday. Yeah. And, and I guess the, the thing is, is usually that, or, I mean, that's not abnormal to us because we do have weeks where like we'll record on a Sunday and then the next week we actually record early for whatever reason. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see how Friday goes because that's going to be, uh, yeah, that's going to be a live show and that's going to be a chance for, you know, for you, those of you listening to, to get on and talk with us. So, um, seven thirty, ten twenty nine. uh, what Facebook and YouTube, either one, 
whichever one you want to watch us on. Yeah. You can watch through our page on YouTube. You can watch through our, our page on Facebook. Uh, if you go to the event right now and register, not register, but like say that you're interested in it or that you're going, it will remind you when we, when we go live so that, uh, so that you'll know. Uh, yep. but yeah. And, and like Trevor said, if you, if you wear a costume, we will allow you to join us live. Even if, it, if you have terrible audio problems and all sorts of things, we're going <laughs> to, I'll kick you out if you do, but you know, here, okay. I'll, I'm going to throw it out here right now. Here are your requirements for coming on live with us. You have to have, you have to have a costume on and you have to have a decent internet connection and you have to have headphones separate from a microphone. So you can't listen, have your speakers going and a microphone. That's bad news bears. All right. You could, yeah. you can even just have like iPhone heads, uh, headphones. Like those will work. Okay. So as long as you have some sort of microphone and, and headset where it's not going to echo or anything like that, then you're golden and we will let you come in and, and hang out with us and, uh, you know, and, and we're going to have a good time. I don't even know what we're going to do yet. We're going to figure that out. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's going to be some giveaways on there. So, so yeah. this, uh, this thing that Damon's been talking about, we're going to get more or yeah, we're going to get the rest of our, our giveaways done there. So, um, yeah, definitely come and check it out. Cause I, I'm, I'm actually excited for the thing. I, you know, I think it's pretty cool. I showed it to my wife and she, she likes it a lot. So, cool. um, I'm looking forward to it, to when it's done and they get shipped out. So yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. And the rest of you will have to wait to see what we're talking about. And, and I feel like <laughs> she, if I mentioned Damon's costume again, <laughs> Am I going to have to bleep you... it again? I'm going to have to bleep yeah. it again. I, I was no, thinking I... about it and yeah, maybe, maybe I'll leave it or I, I don't want to make your life more difficult. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't have to bleep stuff constantly. It's just... <laughs> at least people are going to understand now why things are getting bleeped. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's wrap up. <laughs> All right. So as usual, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, you guys uh, share your your trip reports with us, um, ask us questions, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's uh, one of the easiest ways to get a hold of us. Uh, if you would rather find us on Facebook, you can find us on there as Welcome Home Podcast, or you can join the uh, our Facebook group, which is the Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. And uh, if you do happen to join the group, that's actually where we do get a lot of our listener questions from. So if you wanted to get a question on the show, that's also a good way to uh, to do that. You also uh, get a chance to get caught up on some of the the memes and just general shenanigans that go on in the group throughout the week. So, um, you know, I'd, I'd recommend that if you want to have a, a good fun place to uh, to talk about Disney with other people. And, uh, as, as Tom mentioned, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel as we, you know, we're doing a live show this week. If you're subscribed there, you can get the, you know, make sure you, you turn on the notification and, uh, you'll get told when we go live and, uh, you'll be able to catch the live show. And you can also follow us on Instagram if you happen to have that, which, uh, on Instagram, we're welcome home picks. Um, same kind of thing. If, uh, you know, whenever we do a trip to to one of the resorts anything like that you'll be able to follow that stuff on instagram the facebook posts also get mirrored over there so uh you know if you if you don't want to keep track of us on facebook instagram's a good alternative yep and uh also if uh, you want some merchandise if uh, if you like uh, if you like the show and you want to help support us you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com uh, maybe pick up a mug or a t-shirt or uh, a fanny pack i know that's fanny pack. you know yeah. Tom's favorite is the fanny pack. So, you know, I think he'd be really excited if you guys, uh, 
bought some fanny packs, you know, maybe, uh, took some pictures of them around the park that might, uh, <laughs> that might earn you some points. <laughs> that would make me happy. That would make yeah. me really happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and as, uh, I mentioned earlier in the show, we do have a Patreon as well, which is patreon.com slash welcome home pod. Uh, that's another way you can help support the show. And there is also some Patreon exclusive merchandise over there. So, um, you can, you can get some, uh, hoodies and, and different things depending on the tier that you support at. And it also gets you access to our discord server, which is another way that you could talk to us as well. So, um, so, you know, if, yeah, if you wanted to, uh, if you wanted to get on there, maybe, uh, have a look at, uh, subscribing to Patreon. Last but not least, if you guys are listening on iTunes, uh, make sure you guys leave us a review. Um, we do appreciate it. You know, it's, uh, you know, Tom definitely cares about the five stars. I mean, I do. Uh, yeah. He, he, he cares. I mean, I do too, but I don't think I don't, I care to the same level that you do, Tom. <laughs> can, can I want, uh, can I point out why I care? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we put a lot of work into this thing, you know, yeah. and it, it, it's, it's just sad to me when you put a lot of work into something and then people hate it or don't, you know, don't really don't like it enough that they have to go on and write, put one star and write a negative thing. And it's like, man, you know, we, we do this. I, I know we have a Patreon and stuff like that, but we essentially do this for free. We do it for fun. It's not. Yeah. We're, we're it, not getting paid by it through Patreon yeah, or anything. That's all not. going back into yeah. our, our, our silly stuff like giveaways and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And so like for me, it's just like, man, like if you're really negative about it and, and don't like the show, that's fine. Just don't listen. Don't, don't feel the need to go on there and just say, Hey, you mm-hmm. guys are terrible. Cause we, we do work on this. There is work involved. It does take over our lives at times. So, you know, I think that's why I care about it so much, but. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I agree with you, but I guess the only thing I'll say to that is, you know, if people are constructive about it, I will, I appreciate that. Sure. But yeah, just, you're right. You know, leaving just a one star review with no reason other than I don't like it, that's not helpful. So. I'd rather you email me though, be like, Hey, can you stop saying like so much? And, no, and I, I, like I, I tried and I don't think I can do that, but. No, I, I meant to say it to me, but yeah, you know, know, like, but, it's, but I'm yeah. saying that it's, it's hard. <laughs> it is. It's hard. It's hard yeah. that people realize. I think everybody listens to this. They're like, Oh, this is super easy to just talk for an hour and a half. It's really not because mm-hmm. you just say stuff. You sometimes you don't remember what you said. And sometimes, you know, what you said was not what you meant to say. And, you know, I think all of us, uh, have those verbal crutches. So it's, it's not an easy thing to do to talk for, for an hour and a half and not make any mistakes. Right. So yeah. anyway. So let's, let's continue wrapping this up. So. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> yes. I think I covered off on all the, uh, the important things. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, also don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the DVC and Disney one. That is us. Reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult the DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you, as always, DVC Resale Market and Monero for sponsoring this episode. Please check them out if you are looking to buy a DVC Resale contract or to finance it. Uh, Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Peace.